Farmers are the heartbeat of rural America. Congress recently invested $20 billion in America's farmers and ranchers, focusing on conservation practices and profits for future generations. Today, these funds are at risk. You're squawking over $20 billion. That USDA program, it's investment into the future for everybody. If the funding was eliminated, it could hurt farms and families. Tell Congress, protect this generational investment in the Farm Bill. Learn more at investinourland.org. Paid for by Invest in Our Land. Refresh our senators as they enter a new phase of this impeachment trial. What's that new phase, you nerdcasters ask? It's the question and answer portion of the Senate impeachment trial. It's kind of a Jeopardy situation. Uh, U.S. Representatives for 12. One-fifty-third of California's House delegation is this Intelligence Committee chairman. His name is Adam Schiff. Senators have the opportunity to ask questions to the House managers or the defense team. The catch is that they have to do this by passing a piece of paper with their question to Chief Justice John Roberts for him to read out loud. Question from Senator Markey to the House managers. Senator Grassley asks counsel for the president. Senator Leahy asks the House managers. We're taping this at about 4 p.m. today, and there are still several big questions hanging over what might happen today and over the next couple days. But first, as always, we're going to crunch what happened in today's impeachment trial into 30 seconds. Ready, set, go. Senators got their first chance today to ask questions to the House impeachment managers and to Trump's legal defense team. Both sides really saw an opportunity to try to buck up their own arguments and take down the other side. That was the main theater on the floor, and senators couldn't speak at all. They would write down their questions and have Chief Justice John Roberts deliver them. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, the effort to lock down Republican votes on the witness question was still the biggest matter of the day. That was Politico Congress editor Ben Weil, and I'm your host, Scott Bland. Today, friend of the pod, Darren Samuelson, is recording himself from the Capitol, where he's been chasing down senators all week and trying to wrap his hands around the end of this impeachment saga. Just being in the gallery itself, watching the senators, you can see their body language. You can see Bernie Sanders slouching, Chuck Schumer increasingly slouching as, as the days go by. Uh, you see senators sitting up, taking notes. You see Mitt Romney's, uh, you know, been standing in the back of the chamber watching things, not necessarily sitting at his desk. Uh, Marco Rubio's desk has been piled high with binders as he takes furious notes. You know, it's been very fascinating to watch the senators come and go. They, they are antsy. They, uh, they show attention for maybe 20, 30 minutes at a time. And then as things drag on, you can tell that they are uh, increasingly tired. And, and um, you know, body language is important. And uh, just, you know, human nature of, of maybe wanting to move on and get beyond this is something that I think is driving the proceedings and potentially, um, you know, could drive senators to decide to end it rather than let this drag on. And I think that's an argument that Trump lawyers have been making. They made it when uh, they started their presentation talking about how many hours the Democrats took on their side. And uh, then the the Trump team ended up taking three days themselves, though two of those were albeit very short days. Uh, Certainly the Senate would probably prefer to move on and get on to other business, begin the year. It's really, this has been the only thing the Senate has done so far in 2020 is deal with the impeachment trial. Whether or not, though, uh, they're going to keep going for a couple more weeks, a couple more days, we'll find that out on Friday or Saturday. Darren was watching closely as the senators started to submit their questions today, and there were a few that he found particularly notable. 
There have been a number of interesting questions. Maybe most fascinating, the Democratic uh, House managers have largely had to sit on the sidelines for the last couple of days. And so the Democrats from the Senate have tossed a number of softball questions to them, asking them to directly rebut things that the president's lawyers spelled out over the course of the last three days. There was also an interesting question posed that sort of took a hypothetical, uh, had uh, Barack Obama actually asked for Mitt Romney's uh, campaign to be investigated. Uh, how would Republican senators feel uh, in that situation, which is interesting given Mitt Romney's position sitting there in the back of the Senate chamber uh, as now a uh, elder statesman from the party and a senator whose uh, voice and vote is going to be so important during the witness question that's coming fo- coming up here on Friday. And Darren's also been keeping track of the the moments that fit more into the theater of the absurd category as this trial progresses. I've also found it very interesting watching Chief Justice John Roberts' reaction as he reads the senator's questions aloud. You can see sometimes he's struggling with the handwriting. I think there was a Lindsey Graham question where he couldn't quite make out what was being written. But there's also been questions that actually bring up his role in the process. And while he's not answering the questions himself, it's just been interesting to just even see the hint of a smile when uh, the question is being posed to either the Trump lawyers or to the House managers to uh, comment on whether Chief Justice Roberts, for example, has the power to break a tie or to decide on the executive privilege question should we go down the path uh, with witnesses. And Darren explained to us how the nature of this part of the trial, the question and answer, has the potential to set off more conflict between Democrats and Republicans in the Senate. There's certainly the potential for more fireworks as we as we go on. These are going to take two days here now altogether for the senators to deal with the questions that they are putting forward to uh, both sides. And uh, the tit for tat is maybe where the, the most explosive uh, parts could come, where we split things up, where the House managers take two and a half minutes and the Trump lawyers take two and a half minutes. I think certainly when we get to uh, Thursday and the end of the Q&A, as these are the last opportunities for the senators uh, to pose questions and the last opportunities for the lawyers to respond, you're going to see maybe them pulling out some more rhetorical gambits here to try and uh, make their point, try and drive things home before the senators actually hold the pivotal votes on Friday that will determine whether or not witnesses are called and whether or not this trial goes on indefinitely uh, into next week and beyond. And of course, Darren and everyone else watching the trial today was looking for clues in these questions about what Senate Republicans are going to do about witnesses. What are the senators going to do on on witnesses? Uh, everyone has that question, and, and I don't know that I necessarily have the answer at this point. I think several senators are largely trying to uh, hide their uh, where they're going on this. Cory Gardner did today say that he is a no on the witness question, so that takes one senator, you know, off the list that uh, maybe Mitch McConnell has been keeping here uh, to try and determine whether he has the votes. Mitt Romney earlier in the week certainly suggested that uh, witnesses were possible given the John Bolton disclosures, but we haven't seen that fourth senator emerge beyond Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, and Mitt Romney, who are interested in witnesses. Certainly when the the roll call happens on Friday, eyes will be watching that chamber very closely to see if a fourth senator does emerge. And perhaps if there's four, there might be five, six, or seven, because other senators could you know quickly follow in behind them, realizing this is a very uh, politically um, important vote. And it might be the only vote that really anyone remembers beyond the final acquittal votes uh, that will come presumably either this weekend or later on down the road after the witnesses are deposed. All right, that's our show. My thanks to my colleague Darren Samuelson and to you all for tuning in today. We'll be back with a new episode tomorrow.